0: Good morning, everyone watching live on BAM YouTube. Let me know in the comments where you are tuning in from. The Hot Sheet covers what you need to know about a about the real estate industry in a 24-hour time period. On today's Hot Sheet, I will discuss consumer and home builder sentiments towards the housing market uh, plus mortgage demand, mortgage forbearance, and the latest inflation data. Today is Wednesday, May 17th, 2023. I am Byron Lazine, and the Hot Sheet starts now. Yesterday we had um, we had a house purchase sentiment from uh, Fannie Mae, and then today we've got the annual Gallup poll. This comes out every single year. They've been doing it uh, for I think since 1978. Yeah, they've been doing this since 1978. It's Gallup's annual economy and personal finance poll. Twitter was a buzz. With the real estate findings i'm going to share that all with you right now and what it actually means for housing not for the pontificators viewpoint hit the thumbs up on this video and let's jump right into it so the view of the u.s housing market uh, has reached new depths according to the gallup release the story highlights include that 21 percent of americans say it's a good time to buy a house it's the lowest In Gallup's polling, which has been going on since 1978, as previously stated, prior to 2022, 50% or more polled consistently thought it was a good time to buy. Significantly fewer expect uh, local housing prices to increase in the next year. Now, if you were on the stream yesterday, let me know in the comments if you were on the stream yesterday. If you weren't, certainly go back and do the replay or re-listen to yesterday's hot sheet. I give specific data points and talking points and charts in our daily download which is available down below completely for free whether you catch the show or not you get all of the charts and sources sent to you every single day. And I provided yesterday very specific data and talking points uh that really counterpoint this is it a good time to buy, you know, especially for that home shopper who's confused. It's like Man, Twitter, uh, you know, Uncle Bud, everybody's telling me it's not a good time to buy. You should be waiting for this epic crash that's going to be coming. And if they're going to be in that house for five, seven, 10 years, well, we had data yesterday that points towards, yes, go ahead and buy. And actually you're buying lower than the next all-time peak, which is ahead of us, right? So if you remember this chart uh, from yesterday, shows us clearly let me click on it here um that it can take months right if we go back to 1990 it took all the way to 1993 37 months before we set another all-time high but we're only seven or eight months in before we have our next all-time high you can see at the bottom right um you know this would be the lowest one on the chart since the 90s okay so until the next all-time high, we may be in this thing for two years, three years, okay? There, there's just no telling. That doesn't mean that prices won't go up month over month. All right. So we talked about that all all yesterday let's go back into what this Gallup poll uh, says and what had Twitter a buzz. okay. So this chart in particular here, new low in the US. Uh, Say it's a good time to buy. For people in general, do you think now is a good or bad time to buy a house? So everybody rooting for a housing crash or pontificating that we're going through some type of 2008 uh, apocalyptic uh, apocalyptic crash. This is the chart they're showing. Okay, Uh, Percent that think it's a good time. You see that since the 80s, we've been over 50%. And it's really just been this last year that we've dropped down under 50%. And now we're at 21%. Okay. This poll was conducted April 3rd to the 25th, 78% say it's a bad time to buy a house. Okay. Uh, obviously the lowest and uh, the lowest that we've seen last year, it dropped under 50 for the first time. Those are the only two years that it's dropped under 50 since 1978. So there's something to that. We need as real estate professionals to understand that one out of 5 Americans believe it's a bad time to buy. So whether a home shopper is committed to their home purchase this spring or not, four out of 5 people around them at work, when they're going out for tea, when they're at the family, you know, holiday gathering, when they're at the dinner table, four out of five people around them are saying to them, oh, you're buying a house? It's a bad time to buy right now because that's what four out of five people believe according to Gallup. It's your job as the real estate professional, a real estate attorney, a real estate agent, to be able to educate folks who are going through that home purchase journey on what the future actually looks like. Because we know, and we talked about it yesterday, That if you're in this thing for the long haul, the last four decades, real estate has gone up 30 or 40% in each of the last four decades. So, is it a bad time to buy? If you're always waiting, you're just always waiting on the sidelines. We've seen people since 2013 sit on the sidelines, rent a basement apartment, and sit on Twitter and tell everybody the market's gonna crash. How much money could you have made year over year over year in single family real estate, really in all real estate? since 2013. There's quite a bit of it available, right? But for those that don't ever get in the game, they don't get those opportunities. Okay. So let's dig into some more of the data here uh, according to Gallup's poll. And then I'm going to switch over to Twitter and present some counter arguments, some counterpoints, and some points that you can share with home shoppers who are hearing this headline information or these feelings from people that they trust and that they know and they like. All right. So expectations for increased uh, prices over the next 12 months this is how people feel over the next year. Do you think the average price of houses in your area will increase, stay the same or decrease? Okay. Um, so in, in the East, 63% uh, versus now this year, 62%, okay, for increased prices. Uh, Midwest, it's it's gone from 65 to 44. So if you're in the Midwest, more people now believe prices are going to decrease than increase. Uh, if you're in the South, 61% this year versus 72% last year think prices will increase. If you're in the West, 55% think people are going to uh, prices are going to increase versus 76% last year. Okay, if you're in a city, 64% of people now versus 73% last year think prices will increase. Suburbs, only 57% versus 64% last year, if you're in a rural area, a small town, okay, uh, you know, most of America, right, of land, basically, not not population. But if you're you're in most of the uh, land geographical areas of America, a rural area, 45% believe prices will go up. So 55% believe they're going to go down. Last year, it was 71% believe they're going to go, they believe they would go up. So the West and the Midwest have the lowest outlook on prices and small rural towns uh, also have the, uh, have the uh, most bearish outlook on prices. This is consumers. Okay. Expectations for local home prices over the next 12 months. Okay. Uh, Here, here's another way to look at that Uh, increase East On the East, 62% of people, Midwest, 44%, South, 61%, West, 55%. That's over the next 12 months, okay? Uh, Fewer Americans expect home prices to rise. We're at 56%. Do believe there's going to be a home uh, price increase, which, listen, that's above the majority of the years here, going back to where this chart starts in 2005, I can only see... I don't know five, maybe uh, data points of years where people thought they would they would go, you know, up less than what they believe now. So uh, overall, I think people believe the value of the home is going up, uh, and more importantly, okay, and and here's what what people didn't focus on. Shout out to Steve Harney, founder of Keeping Current Matters. He did focus on this yesterday in Twitter, and he put out a great chart this is a chart i mean if you haven't signed up for the daily download which is completely free gives you all of our sources and charts sent directly to your inbox every single day that link is down below if you haven't done that already i i just don't even know why you wouldn't but it'd be worth doing it today just for this one particular chart this chart should end up on your social media this chart should um end up really going out into an email to your database to remind consumers who are hearing all the noise that when you're looking to put your money somewhere, there's no better place than real estate. Okay. And for the 11th straight year, let me just fact check myself that it's been 11 straight years. I believe that is the case. Yes. For the 11th straight year, according to Gallup, Americans have voted real estate, as the best investment yet again, and this is the 2023 Gallup poll of Americans' choice for best long-term investment. 34% believe real estate is the best investment. 26% say it's gold. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, 18% say it's stocks. 13% say it is their savings account. That that is. Those are some misinformed people if they're paying attention to inflation. And then 7% say bonds. Okay. Um, all right. One out of three people say overwhelmingly real estate is the best investment. Okay. And we didn't ask, I, I would, I would imagine if you're into gold, your number two choice is probably real estate, right? So if you were to say, okay, you know what came in second place for everybody, I think real estate would get padded up even more. This chart should be in an email. In a text message, uh, on your social media, for sure, to remind people, despite all the noise, despite the lower transactions, despite the inventory, despite the mortgage industry mess that we are in—not a mess like 2008, but just mess in, in terms of they're not get, they're not getting enough business. The interest rates are high. You know, Jerome Powell tried to ruin that business for them. Uh, despite all of these things, real estate continues to be the best investment. As we move forward into you know more decades of money printing eras in this country if you think we're done printing money you're kidding yourself. As we continue down this path of printing money and and probably high inflation. Inflation never goes away, right? We're trying to get it down to 2%. It never really goes away. The new normal might be 3% when you look at how much money that we're printing when you continue to fast forward that trajectory. Of kicking the can down the line, like America is doing, real estate is going to do nothing but continue to go up in value. Look at our friends to the north and what's going on in their home values in Canada. All right, let's go to Twitter and see what some of the commentary was. Uh, some big names chimed in on this. Okay, David Sachs, who's uh, one of the founders of PayPal, he was part of that that PayPal Mafia they call it with Elon Musk. Uh, he makes a tweet with this chart, and you're gonna see this. This is gonna be the counter chart to the one I just showed you. Okay. This this chart here. Everybody's gonna be clamoring on this. This is what your consumers are gonna be seeing a lot of. That one out of five, I saw a headline in Fortune. Fortune does a great job. I saw a headline in Fortune this morning. One out of five buy uh, you know, uh people will think that now's a good time to buy. It means 80% of people think it's a bad time. They're gonna harp on this. According to Gallup, fewer Americans now than ever believe it's a good time to buy a house. That, you know, this is what you're going to see. Uh, And it puts the source, which we have in our daily download here from Gallup. Elon jumps in the massive jump in monthly payments for a 30 year mortgage due to high interest rates, obviously greatly reduces home affordability. Absolutely. And I chime in and say, yes, absolutely. And we want lower rates. And yes, we need to cut builder regulations. We've been talking about that here on the hot sheet. We'd we'd love to have Elon come on to the hot sheet or to a, a BAM debate or David Sachs. That would be fantastic. They could tune in and learn something. Uh, we need to build more affordable homes. We can't do that with high regulations. But none of these fact facts change the reality that Americans should be striving for home ownership. Homeowners are 44 times more wealthy than renters. And when we look at this chart, and we're just reminded of what home price growth does in this country, decade after decade after decade after decade. The last four decades every single homeowner has experienced 30 percent, 40 or more in home value appreciation on every decade if you're flipping i get it you're going to you're going to be running a risky business that's a business model but when we're talking about home ownership and the wealth that it can bring to you and your family it's unmatched there's nothing like it the utility of being able to use it you can't hide from the rain and sleep In a stock, you can only do that in real estate. So using real estate and being able to uh, actually get that equity, that long term equity is is something uh, very unique and and something that isn't going away. All right. So for the 11th straight year, ultimately, Americans vote the best long term investment is real estate. Now, the problem that Elon highlighted and and maybe David Sachs was alluding to, but he's just putting out the headline that people think it's a bad time to buy um, continues to be. It continues to be exacerbated by our government. Okay. And so NAHB just uh, released um yesterday, same day as as the uh Gallup news, they released a blog talking about this government plan to adopt the latest energy codes, it's gonna be a blow to housing affordability. This is what I'm talking about with the regulation. You can't expect builders to come out with an affordable product. When we continue to do dumb things like this, in a move that will raise housing costs, the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, HUD, the Federal Housing Administration, FHA, and the U.S. Department of Agriculture, USDA, are proposing to increase the stringency of energy codes for the new construction of HUD-insured and USDA-insured housing. And then they want to get up there during campaign time. And cry that we don't have affordable housing and they want to blame it on the builders and the builders are the ones that have to go through these types of regulations. Under current law, builders constructing new fam- single family and multifamily housing using this government financing must conform to the 2009 edition of the International Energy Conservation Code for single family low rise buildings in the 2007 edition of blah, blah, blah for multifamily, whatever. The Biden administration is proposing that the new construction of homes under certain federally financed programs leapfrogs several code iterations and adopts the, the 2021 International Energy Conservation Codes. Okay. NAHB is clear that this is going to make housing more expensive, not more affordable. The National Association of Home Builders is clear that they want more of a, an affordable product, okay? That being said, we we referenced it last week, I believe it was, or the week before on the stream, before you even put a shovel in the ground, it costs builders $200,000 before anything's even happening. I mean, and that's on the low side. That's on the low side. If you're talking about a big development, you're talking way more than that. And so that we're never going to get to a place where we're able to provide an affordable product and get homeowners uh, on that lower side of you know what they can afford on that lower scale into home ownership, unless we can incentivize and stimulate the top. Okay, saving somebody three thousand dollars on closing costs when homes cost four hundred thousand. New construction on average costs five hundred fifty thousand dollars right now. The median price is four hundred fifty. There isn't new construction. Affordable options in this country, on the whole. I know Jody in OKC; she's got affordable. I know Dawn in, um, I think it's Kaufman County, Texas. Right there's affordable. But the majority of towns and cities in America do not have an affordable product. The average is five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Until we can take regulation out, this is how I would stimulate affordable housing. I would make a deal with NAHB and builders. We're gonna take these regulations out. Yeah, follow the follow these processes. Don't don't build a bad product. You're gonna get sued and, and lose your, you know, lo, lose your company if you build a bad product. All that kind of stuff. But we're gonna take the regulation out. The cost that that just gets sucked up into government. We're gonna take that out on the trade that you build price homes at this price point and only sell them at this price point. It's a it's pretty easy, but what they want to do is continue to you know appease somebody who's you know big on energy conservation for um you know for votes or for lobbyists and so they come out with these plans they make it harder on builders than they talk out of the other side of their mouth that oh it's the builders it's it's the builders fault speaking of builders home builder sentiment just came out yesterday as well home builder sentiment pulls out of the Negative territory for the first time in nearly a year. Builder confidence in the market for newly built single-family homes rose five points in uh, in May to 50, according to NAHB and the Wells Fargo Housing Market Index, HMI. It's the fifth straight month of gains. In the first reading of builder sentiment since July, that wasn't negative. Of the index three components, current sales conditions rose five points to 56, Sales expectations in the next six months increased seven points to 57 and buyer traffic climbed two points to 33. So builders are, are pretty low on buyer traffic. They're saying that buyer traffic is not anywhere close to what it was the last couple of years for them. That's on the whole, your market, you may disagree, but on the whole, in most markets in America, this is home builders' feelings that traffic is way down. As an agent or somebody who's maybe a marketer in real estate, your ability to drive traffic to builders would showcase value. Right now, builders, more than they have in the last two years, are looking for opportunities to increase traffic. If you can provide that value as a real estate professional, you're going to get more opportunities from builders. You're going to be able to have a, a, a relationship with that builder and potentially do business with that builder. Uh, here's the the chart here shows you where we sit back up to 50. So for the first time um, in the last five in in the last year, rather, we're back at that 50 mark. Obviously, still well below, I think, probably where uh, the NAHB want us want uh, the builder sentiment to me to be. They want to get back up into that 55 to 70 range that you see on the screen there. Certainly anything over 70. Would be absolute gravy train, like we saw from, you know, just out of the uh, the start of the pandemic until interest rates went up. Okay, uh, there's your a home builder sentiment uh, going up, feeling good. Traffic still down. Uh, speaking of traffic being down, mortgage demand dropped again last week as interest rates continue to bounce around. That six point seven five mark, we're we're kind of just like edging up on, you know, a two month high, and then we drop back down to six five. So mortgage applications to purchase a home dropped four point eight percent in the last week compared with the previous week. Applications to refinance a home fell eight percent for the week. Okay, it's twenty six percent lower on mortgage purchase application than the same week one year ago. Okay, so we're missing one out of four mortgaged buyers in this market. We know three out of 10 homes are being purchased cash right now, uh, but we are, and that's, that's in line with normal times. It's not abnormally high. So three out of 10 uh, purchases being cash is not, oh, that's high. And that's making up for the mortgage buyers. Nope. That's not the case. Uh, We are. uh, And this is why transactions are down. We're missing 26% of mortgage demand during these higher, uh, higher mortgage Times so like mortgage rate times, all right. Uh, just an update from yesterday. I know we talked about delinquencies yesterday. Action-packed, hot sheet yesterday. Make sure you do the replay, the re-listen. Um, and so we did talk about uh, forbearances being wrapped up into that delinquency number. Share of mortgage loans in forbearance, just as an update, which was also released yesterday, has been decreased 0.51 percent in April. So, Mortgage Banker Association. Uh reported this uh, went down four basis points from 0.55%. And according to MBA's estimate, 255,000 homeowners are in forbearance right now. Mortgage servicers have provided forbearance to approximately 7.8 million borrowers since April 2020. So we're basically down to the very last few. Um, and that, that continues to subside. Here is the forbearance uh percent by product type you've got fha fha being uh in april 2023 compared to march 2023 uh here's how they've all kind of gone down from fha va fanny other conventional all right um there you go i didn't put that down below in the daily download but if you want it just let me know the link actually the link to this Source is in there, so you could grab it from there. Quick update on inflation retail sales rose 0.4 percent in April. This was just released yesterday, it's less than expected as consumers struggle with inflation. So, uh, the estimate was 0.8 percent, so it came in at half of expectations. Auto sales increased 0.4 percent, which was in line with expectations. Miscellaneous store realtor- realtors, uh, retailers rather, not real realtors. Uh, Led gainers with a 2.4 increase while online sales rose 1.2%. He- health and personal care retailers saw a 0.9% increase. It was the first positive reading since January um, and followed a 0.7% decline in March. So they were expecting us to have a positive increase at 0.8, ended up being at p- 0.4. So another signal that inflation, yes, is indeed cooling as we beat expectations there, although it did uh, it did go up, but it did beat expectations. That'll be, I think, another feather in the cap for hopefully the Fed to pause interest rate hikes. Uh, a lot of uncertainty, obviously, with the debt ceiling. The, the Speaker of the House just came out and said doesn't expect that to happen. He's meeting with President Biden. We'll keep our eyes on it. The, the uh, Treasury markets certainly are keeping their eyes on it. And the 10-year happens to be just up a little tick today, 3.544. If we can get you know, th- this that whole thing behind us and, and kind of move forward with what seems to be a weakening recession, this number should start to pull down. We've been saying that. Uh, obviously, the five-day trend is that it's been going up. Uh, I do expect with this number that you would see a 30-year fix stay flat today or maybe – jump up a little bit, closer to 6.75. Uh, we got down to 6.5 last week, just under it. and Now we're back up to 6.7 on the Mortgage News Daily 30-Year Fixed Daily Survey. That's your update on everything housing and mortgage for the day. If you haven't done it already, go down to the link below and sign up for BAMX. Become a better agent. Everyone tells you what to do. BAMX shows you how to do it. We've got member courses loaded up and ready to go. There's live streams every single month in a Facebook community. You can get in for the annual uh, subscription at basically what it costs you for a cup of coffee a month. I think we have a hot sheet code. Put in hot sheet as your discount code on the annual subscription. Haley, can you confirm that? I don't know if, if Haley can hear me. Maybe she can put something in the chat. I believe that is the case. We have the hot sheet code. Use hot sheet to get 10% off of your annual subscription on BAMX. That link is down below. Check it out. Appreciate everybody tuning into today's hot sheet. Have a great Wednesday. And until tomorrow, toodaloo.